The podcast is back. The podcast is back. The podcast is back. Welcome back to Just Another White Guys Podcast. I'm Dustin Jones. Happy to have you along for the ride one more time. Uh, You'll have to excuse my voice. Uh, I've been sick for almost a week now. Um, In fact, uh, the interview that you're going to hear that I recorded was about 12 hours before I got sick. I drove up to Bartlesville to uh, see some friends and hang out and have some fun. And I was there for about um, 14 hours before I got sick. And I came down with uh, the creep and crud, cough, all that good stuff. Um, and then ended up with actually having the flu. So I've been basically in bed um, since, uh, last Thursday and it's not been a good time. And, uh, yeah. So my symptoms are, are pretty much gone. Still have a bit of a cough, still have a bit of a stuffy nose. Um, but we are working our way towards getting back to being healthy. So, uh, we're going to keep this short and sweet here at the top, but Coming up, you're going to get to hear a conversation I had with uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Pablo Merlo, and we talk about all kinds of good stuff, um, so you'll want to stick around for that. If you want to interact with the show, uh, please feel free to send an email uh, to jogpod at gmail.com, or you can follow me on Twitter at Dustin P. Jones or at jogpod. We have uh, some fun stuff lined up in the coming weeks, so you want to make sure and stay tuned for that. And, of course, congratulations uh, to the Kansas City Chiefs on winning the Super Bowl. Without further ado, let's go jogging. We are uh, in Bartlesville. It's, it's been a minute since I've uh, been back to the uh, legendary, beautiful metropolis that is Bartlesville, Oklahoma. But uh, we thought I'd take the podcast on the road and uh, come and talk to another member of the Bag of Dicks Fantasy Football League. You know, we got to... It's, uh, it's it's my good friend Pablo. What's up, brother? Hello, hello. How you been, man? I've been good. First time um, speaking into a microphone, I believe. You know, but uh, you're no you're no uh, stranger to phallic shaped things right up by your mouth, so you should be fine. <laughs> Not a whole lot, no, no. You know, you know, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. As they exactly. Say. That's well that is thing. exactly what I say. <laughs> so. We've we've circled this a few different times. We've talked about how we wanted to do a podcast together and shit like that, and and uh, I figured I I figured I was gonna just come up and then we would just do it live. So here we are, man. So yeah, how yeah. excited are you? I know you love to hear your own voice. So are you little? <laughs> As we were talking, um, yeah, no, it it'll be very interesting to hear myself for the first well one of the first few times, um, but no, I'm pumped. We have we've talked about it for quite a while. 
And you and I, you and I, we talk pretty frequently. Um, so where did when when did we meet? Do you remember the first time that we hung out or we met? Were you just bartending at Angelo's? Yeah, yeah, it was it was at Angelo's, and I think we just. I mean, you're a very friendly guy, as many people can probably tell. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think we just kind of struck it up. If I'm not mistaken, I think we just kind of struck it up there. My my whole angle is I try to be nice to bartenders in the hopes that because I drink so much that I'll you know maybe get a discount or stuff like that. But I you know I don't think you ever gave me a discount if I'm if I'm being completely honest. We tried. But the we other tried. thing is you could it, it probably would have worked out better if I was drinking mixed drinks. You could have <laughs> like you know topped them up a little bit or you know make them a little straight. But when I would just drink straight, straight shiner. shiner, you can't really do much with straight that straight shiner. We could, you I know, drink a lot of Shiner when I lived in Oklahoma. Oh, you sure did. Oh no, I mean, I would. You would walk in, and I would put another six pack in the fridge because at that point we didn't keep them cold. So you, you needed was, to have at least one in at all times. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I think one of the first times I ever went uh, up to the casino in Bartlesville, I drank them out of Shiner. Are you serious? Yeah. They didn't have a ton, but I mean, but you know, I mean, no, I mean, I'm. They had less. Honest, they had been, less than a case. I've, 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 I've bartended nights where you've had like twelve or fourteen of them, and you know, you were still functioning and having conversations. <laughs> oh, 12, a lot happier. Twelve, twelve or fourteen is just getting going. <laughs> what are you talking about? Twelve or fourteen? Come on, brother. There's a, a twelve or four. There's a strong possibility that I had had some before I got there. That is probably very true, you know. But, but I'm one of these. I'm one of these guys that shows up to start drinking at the bar when it's still daylight. Yes, that was true, and you like to stay. There, for there were a period. few times where I would <laughs> show up when you opened and was still there when you wanted to close. Yep. It happened a few you know, times. We appreciate people like that, also. You know, <laughs> take care of business. Exactly, but you know that's that's what creates these friendships. Exactly. You know, you've been gone what four, three, four uh, years. Uh, it's three and a half. Yeah. So this this month, January, is when I found out. Like probably right around this week, four years ago, is when I found out that they were moving our group. And then you had uh, what three to six Houston, months? and then we moved in July. Yeah. yeah. So July will be four years. It's hard to believe, <sighs> but here we are. Right. Still chilling. Yeah, you you form these unlikely friendships. <laughs> you uh you are one of only a handful of people that has come to Houston to visit me though, which I appreciate. Yes. So was, we had and good times. We did have a good time. Actually, I don't remember a lot of that weekend ah, that you were there, but so that's what I was gonna say. Actually, when I was there, I think uh, um so you were super drunk and what um, we had dude bro my mom listens to this come on <laughs> my mom so, won't know that i get, my mom doesn't know how much i drink um, it's not like my mom and i did shots of don julio in our pool in my pool in october here hold up like i won't even speak it i'm gonna yeah i guess i'll just this yeah definitely show a, showing is a great visual for people know. that are listening. So so you were um you were kind of asleep floating in the corner of the pool. You have pictures of me from that weekend? Um yes. Oh, yeah, right. no, yeah, no. And while myself it was what, two years ago probably? Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. 
It was the first like Memorial Day after I moved. Was it Memorial Day weekend? I think it was. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. No, but yeah, we were um, cause cause I was there with a girl I was dating at the time, and we were float. Oh, excuse me. We were floating around, having a great time in your pool, and we got a couple pictures with you in the background. <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> oh, it's good times. Oh, I hey, we made a up. we made a f- some very rookie mistakes that weekend. We yes. started. You and I started drinking at breakfast. Yes, we decided that it would be a good idea to chase our biscuits and gravy with a beer. <laughs> and then I didn't wear any sunscreen, which was a huge <laughs> mistake. Oh, man. Just so bad. Yeah, because you were like super, super red um, for probably the next few days, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... uh, I'm not going to be able to get that out of my head now. (laughs) Thank you for that. God, I can't believe how drunk I get sometimes. It's incredible. There's a there's a great picture of me right after I finished uh, my radio broadcasting program. We went. Uh, we decided we were all going to have uh, all the people in our class. We were going to have this little party. We went out to the river and uh, walked out to the little this little island that you could just hang out on. We took a bunch of alcohol with us. At that time, I was drinking vodka and lemon lime Gatorade. Oh, which. Is great. Oh. No, it's it's a it's a genius plan because you're getting your alcohol, but you're also getting your electrolytes. electrolytes. <laughs> but so <laughs> we're out there for like six or seven hours, just hammered. And I took off and walked back across the sandbar. I was waiting for everyone else. Someone walked up, and there's a picture of me, just like passed out. I'm just bar. just flipping, just flipping the, just flipping people off, <laughs> just laying there, passed out. No, it's one of my finer, more proud moments of my life. No, probably. Um, let's see, probably one of my drunkest moments um, had to have been. We were, we went to party at this girl's house. So when I lived in Michigan, um, I mean. There's just a lot of rich people around us right. <laughs> all the time. Yeah, there's a lot of money around us. But uh, we went to this girl's house. She had a fucking basketball court in her fucking house. Um, so she had like I this, mean, who doesn't? She had this long winding driveway. You mean that, you mean like a real basketball court, not like a Nerf hoop attached to like a, <laughs> uh, <yep>. a, <laughs> like a where you played we played uh, you know, with, like a, a, with a with a oh, with a roll up. Oh, it's cope. Come on, I was about to do it. I was about to do it. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Mamba. Yeah, eight two four. Hey, Mamba Day is my birthday every motherfucking year. Eight twenty four, August twenty fourth, Mamba Day. It's beautiful. Yes. So she has this long winding. So so she's got like this long winding. I, I feel like this is gonna be a podcast where I'm gonna make sure that you when you hit a pothole that I bring you back. <laughs> she's got this long winding driveway with like like rocks on either side. So I show up with a couple of my buddies because I was dating one of the girls that, and they went to a uh, high school across town. I was dating one of these girls, and we had lost in beer pong. Like we we took beer pong seriously, 
and <laughs> we had lost in beer pong to these like just a bunch of punks and um and they were drinking with like liquor in their like mixed drinks Ooh. in their cups and they had like six or seven left bro and like we were embarrassed and <laughs> we were embarrassed and i was like yo this is going down like i'm you know like i didn't want to I, I wanted to take the L like a man, and I'm like, right. fuck it. I'm like, uh, I'm like, I'm gonna drink those cups, and they're like, no, nah, bro, like you don't have to do. I'm like, I'm gonna drink those fucking cups, bro, and uh, and so I put them all in one cup, and the kid, was, he's like, bro, he's like, no, and I just chugged it. It was disgusting. It was absolutely disgusting. And I kept it down, and so kind of went on. Like we, were, I remember like the next 20, 30 minutes. Then the cops show up. Ooh. People start running everywhere. This girl's boyfriend gets tased, okay? What? Gets fucking tased as he's, like, running out of the house. And uh, and so we finally, we finally, uh, like, we're, we're making it back to, like, the end of the drive, whatever. And so my friends tell me that, like, I was angry because they were kind of, like, helping me walk. And I was angry that, uh, that they wanted, like, that they were helping me in, and I was like, I'm gonna take a piss, and I took a piss, and when I went to get in the car, man, like, I fell, and they said that, like, two minutes into the drive home, they looked back, and, like, my face was just, like, covered in blood. I had smacked my fucking face on the door, and I, like, I don't know if it's, I think it's this cheek, I don't know if it's this one or this one, I think it's this one, I had smacked it on the fucking door, and I woke up the next day, man. Like, they took me home. I woke up the next day, and, like, my fucking pillow was full of blood, and, like, my face was caked in blood, and I was like, what the fuck happened? I didn't remember what happened, and then I looked in the mirror. Man, my parents wanted to kill me, bro. Oh, I can imagine. They wanted to fucking murder me. I was, like, 20 years old, 19. Most of my drunken shenanigans happened, until like, after I was gone. Like, or I was... I didn't really screw up from drinking. I don't think I've ever actually had a real big screw up from drinking. Like, I never got arrested or, like, DUI or anything like that. I got in an accident. I always got in. I always did stupid shit when I was sober. That's when I would get in trouble. But you have seen a lot of shit because you have been a bartender in this small-ass town for a long time. Like... How often? How often does weird shit happen when you're a bartender? Is it like a nightly thing, or were you, or or will there there be stretches where like things are cool for a while, and then you go on a run of weird shit, or like? Um, oh, like when I was when I was bartending like five nights a week, and it's all I did. It was probably more or less like a weekly occurrence, but you would have times where you're like, like, is there some fucking going on in the universe, like that? You know, like, these people always post about, <clears throat> like, you know, the the moon is this way, and it's affecting people this right. way, and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know how much... You're, like, you're like looking at the calendars, like, fuck, Mercury's in retrograde. We're going to have a fucked up weekend. That, the retrograde. That's what I was trying to think of. Because I'm thinking, I'm like, there's, you know, sometimes you would think, you're like, there, there has to be something happening right now that is causing these people to do this. But mostly, it was like a... I would say it was probably more like a weekly occurrence. It wasn't, you know, and I've never had like crazy. I had one crazy, crazy time, um, but I've never had like crazy shit happen. Like where it was like super unbelievable. Most of the stories are pretty, you know, like, you know, you get. But the one time that 
that this he had this he was probably a fuck man and I think it was like seven one or seven two. The cops the cops ended up killing him um here in Barnesville like what? Thanksgiving. He was um he was it was like six o'clock, six thirty in the afternoon, man. And um Was that that Serbian Russian dude or whatever? No, he was he was he was like a meth, bro, but oh, okay. he was but was from Bartlesville, like he was like a like from here, like people knew him in town. But he came in, um and it wasn't it probably wasn't that early, it was probably like seven, seven thirty because the band was setting up. Yeah. And um and one of the guy's girlfriends was sitting at the bar and these guys and he came in and ordered a beer with these two women that he was with and they were just sitting there, you know, talking to me, they were asking uh, you know, where I was from, this and that. <laughs> and this guy, like, like was demanding a cigarette from, from, like, the, the dude from the, the, from the band's girlfriend. She was sitting there, and he was like, give me a fucking cigarette. And she kind of looked over, and was like, what? what? He was like, give me a fucking cigarette, bitch. And I was like, hey, man. I'm like, yo. I'm like, hey, I'm like, just chill out. I'm like, you know, I'm like, you don't got to talk to her like that. I'm like, plus, I'm like, you know, she's with homie over there, which... He's from here too, and um, he's like, "Nah, fuck you." And I'm like, "I'm like, what?" I'm like, "We were just having a conversation, you know? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you?" And uh, and probably like two minutes after that, the bartender from next door at Solo calls me, and she's like, "Hey," she goes, "I just, I just told." She's like, "I just sent so and so out of this bar." She goes, if he comes over there, she's like, you probably shouldn't serve him. And I'm like, well, I'm like, you're like fucking 10 minutes late. I'm like, because, you know, I'm like, I've already given him beer. I'm like, but that's right. fine. I'll just cut him off here. So he continues. He's like, he's like, where's my fucking cigarette? And I'm like, hey, I'm like, man, I'm like, I told you. I'm like, just chill out. I'm like, here. And I gave him their tab. I'm like, you guys are done. I'm like, just just finish this and leave. And uh, And he starts getting angry. And he's like, no, he's like, fuck this and fuck that. And I, I just took his beer. And I'm like, all right, man. I'm like, get out of here. This dude, like, stands up. And he's like, fuck you. He's like, you fucking sand now. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he's like, I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm like, I'm from <laughs> South America, bro. I'm like, we just had this conversation. I'm like, I'm Argentinian. <laughs> and he's like. He's like, I don't give a fuck where you're from. He's like, fuck you. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, am I allowed to swear on you? Yeah. yeah of course. Yes. Yeah, Bro, have like, you even listened to my body? Have you ever out. listened to one of these? <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah, and in so- fact, I swore so much a couple weeks ago when I had Jared on the podcast. I was embarrassed how much I swore. I said the F word like 17 times in the first five minutes because I was not sober. Once again, mom, I'm sorry. Anyway, continue. So this guy. Besides the fact you've cursed like 27 times already. <laughs> and I just. <laughs> so um, so I'm like, all right, man. I'm like, you gotta go. So like, he steps out from the side of the bar, and you know how Angelo's is. He was like standing at that corner where the L is, and he walks out, and I walk around. I'm like, hey, man. He's like, no. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, fuck you. I'm like, you know what? I'm like. I'll call the cops, man. And I pick up the phone, and he starts charging at me. And I'm like, okay. And he was drunk as shit, mind you. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it's not like I did anything 
special or anything. I stepped to the side and I just like pushed him into the wall. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so he fell to the ground. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I, I kicked him once and I kind of sat on him. And then like the dude from the band came and he sat on him. And then, uh, and then the girl was calling the cops at that point. Right. And the cops show up. Five, six cops show up, man. They arrest this dude. Whatever. Go outside. There's all the cops are inside. They're like asking what I'm like, man, I'm like, he was just drunk. He was being stupid. I go, that's it. You know, that's, and then like, I hear over the radio, like, um, you guys might want to come outside. (laughs) (laughs) They go outside. This dude had kicked out the back window of the fucking cop car. What? Yeah. And so whatever. He gets arrested. He bonds out. Well, you know, the other dude that was working with me and Angelos at that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he ends up closing the bar that night. Yeah. He was leaving the bar, and this motherfucker tried to run him, like, run him over. He was walking out the back, and he said he had to run back into the fucking bar because he came back after he bought it out. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning, and he tried to fucking run him out. So about a year later, two years later, he, like, attacked his... um, then girlfriend, he was like stabbing her and running out the house, and they fucking killed his ass. He got got by the cops. Got. It's a tragedy. But no, man. You don't like to hear of anyone. No, the, you really he, he probably had some mental issues and drug issues and stuff like that. Yeah. He probably just never had a chance, but exactly. you know. But I mean, R you know. R I P to the meth guy that tried to attack Pablo R. at R. the bar. The yep, the big old giant. But no, man, it's it, it really is. It's fun. Um, you know, working at a bar and you see a lot of crazy shit, but that shit fucking, it, it wears you out, man. Like, it burns you. Yeah, out. for sure. Now, for people that may not know, Pablo is, I say this from a completely platonic, uh, you know, friendship sort of place, is is a fairly attractive gentleman. You know, he's, you're a good looking fella. Thank you, Justin. I appreciate that. So... How often do you get hit on when you're the bartender? Okay, so I tell everybody the same exact thing. That it's half your job, regardless of what you look like, if you're behind the bar, is already done for you. Right. Because you are behind the bar. But outside of that, um, it comes... It comes fairly. It depends on where I work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely depends on. Here, here's the here's the better question. How many times have you gotten hit on by someone you wanted to be hit on by? Um. Quite often. <laughs> nice. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of. It just kind of depends. I mean, how How often have you parlayed that into other fun activities? Right. Um, so yeah, it, it it worked in my benefit very often <laughs> in the beginning. Um, but like I said, you know, it, it just gets everything 
everything is gold from all the people you see, the same people you see. Right. And, and shit like that. But it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's very interesting. Being a social person, it's very fun, like, meeting people all the time. And, uh, and yeah, it's more often than not, you, you know, but you, that's the thing. You, you get hit on, but it's like you want to start a drink or, like, you think I'm going to leave a drink off or this right. or that. And, hell, I'll fucking eat it up. And then, you know, you're going to get your tab at the end of the night. <laughs> You know, like you, you might think you're sweet talking, and, and you know, you might think I'm, I'm all in on it. But I mean, at the end of the day, everybody's got to make their money. <laughs> right. That's how we make our money. By the time, and if they've been there uh, long enough, they're not going to remember which ones they got and which ones they didn't anyway. So you know, you let them, you let them just believe what they need to believe, exactly. and maybe you know, throw a couple extra on just in case. <laughs> Like, well, here, you took up more time than these other people, <laughs> so let's tack on two more vodka sodas for you with three extra lives. <laughs> you you mentioned earlier that uh, you were referred to uh, by uh, a racial slur, mm-hmm. um, you know, and you are, and then you corrected the gentleman to say that you're from South America. Yes, I. One one of the things that I feel like we bonded over is is my insistence on just calling you Mexican, mm-hmm. even though I knew you weren't, and I would say it just to bother you. It wasn't a place of it wasn't coming from a place of malice. It actually is it actually is a derivative of a joke that uh, my my comedic hero Ralphie May would would joke about with uh, with his uh, friends uh, with his Mexican friend. He would he would R.I.P. Ralphie. Yeah, for real, for real. Yeah. yeah, I saw him uh, as we were recording this. I saw I saw him for the last time uh, three years ago this month. Um, but he would talk about how uh, you know anyone uh, that's uh, from south of Texas is Mexican. You know, El Salvador, <laughs> El Salvadoran, Costa Rican, Panamanian. Yeah, Mexican. This is just the fucking Ralphie just doing his thing. But um, so. You're, were you born in Argentina? I was. How long How long did you live there? Only two years. Just two years. So yeah. you were two. Yeah. And then your dad Your dad works, works for like John Deere or something, right? Well, no. No. At that point, he just, he was just doing, he moved to Argentina when we were like, or from Argentina to Canada when we were like a year old. Okay. Um, My brother and sister were probably, I don't know, they were 10 and 11. Or nine and ten, not entirely sure, but um, but and you're a twin. Yes, yes, and I have Celeste, my twin sister, um, the much hotter twin, <laughs> Celeste. I mean, you know, that's why I'm trying to grow my hair out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but no, so my dad moved out, and I mean, he, you know, he had his he had a degree in engineering, and he was just doing odd jobs in Canada. You know, and then he he got visas for everybody. A year later, we moved down there and continued for like four years. He worked odd jobs and then he he got a job in Michigan. Um, And then he moved there when we were five, five and a half. And then we followed when we were like a little over six years old, six and a half years old, maybe. 
Um, so you didn't really live. I thought you lived in Canada for longer than that. You weren't really there that long. That no, was like no. So getting we were, from Argentina, just getting to can That was just the, his way to get you guys out of Argentina was to get you to Canada. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then because uh, I would imagine it was probably easier to immigrate from Argentina to Canada than it was from Argentina to the U.S. Anyway, I would assume so. But even so, I mean, this was we're talking. We're you talking know, you know how much 90s. you know how much we love to let brown people into this country, <laughs> but we're talking early nineties, right. so it was still super easy, right? I mean, it, this was like pre nine eleven, pre everything. So, anyways, yeah, when we were in first grade, halfway through first grade, we moved to um, we moved to Michigan. That's where we grew up, and uh, and then I went I went back to Toronto. Uh, I don't know a year and a half, two years after high school. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, it's just, it's just us out here. We're very, I mean, I've been, what, I've been in the States since I was six, 24 years now, you know, 22 in total, let's say. So are you, are you an Argent, Argentinian, Argentine citizen or what's your Canadian? You're Canadian? So Canadian citizen and, uh, Fuck, we've had a green card here since I was in, like, fifth grade. So, I don't know. That's, like, probably 16 years now. So, I was I was, I was, was going to get my citizenship, but I lost my, um, I lost my green card. Like, the physical card. Yeah. I had lost it. So, I had to get it replaced. And, I don't know, it was, like, five or six hundred bucks. And, uh, and so I was like, okay, I was like, I'll just apply for my citizenship and I needed to have like my green card and everything. And so I had to apply for it and get it anyways. And it's good for like 10 years. So I was like, all right, fuck it. And so I just stayed a Canadian citizen. Good thing. Cause we got, uh, (laughs) we got big old Cheeto in town (laughs) and, uh, (laughs) you can just peace out back to Canada whenever you need to. My ass back. Do you ever do you, with with the way things are right now? Do you ever? Because I know you go back to to Canada. You know you'll pop up to Michigan and cross over and go hang out, whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you ever worry about getting back? Like no, maybe at never. one time they're going to be like, no, nah, we're not going to let you in. Never, because I can basically like they really have no. I mean, well, mind you, border control. I've heard has the most authority uh, as yeah, as that's what a, I'm saying. Yeah, now yes. as things continue to yes. get worse, yes. like they're just like not letting people in. Like, obviously, you're coming from Canada, yeah, so it's yeah, yeah. not that that big of a thing. But people that may mistake you as being from somewhere. Oh else, no, for sure, yeah. They could be because like they um, there was a kid who um, had a visa. To come and go to school in a PhD program and landed in Detroit. He's from Iran. They won't let him. They deported him back. They said, fuck Cause off. He, yeah. Because of where, yeah. It's like. And see, and see, that's the thing. <clears throat> I'm not going to lie, man. I'm. I've, I've never worried. I mean, maybe it's just like who I am, <laughs> but I've, I've, I've honestly never worried about any of that. Um, I've never had an issue like I've never been concerned coming in coming out yeah. like I've I've at one one time I forgot like my papers and like I really I was kind of concerned at that point but at the same time I wasn't really worried um I think it's just it's just it, it it's become like it had become routine to us when we were younger because when we moved 
to Michigan, my brother and sister had stayed in Canada. And so we would almost basically every weekend we would leave on Friday and we would come back Sunday night Yeah, and we would go back. Like my parents would go back and see my brother and sister and we'd come back. So I think it just became so routine for us. It was just like second nature to me. Like when I started driving, I was like 16 years old crossing the border. Like I really, I didn't really think anything of it. And I really never have, you know, because I feel like I'll just, I don't know, pretend to get really angry when, if they ever try to deny me. Right. <laughs> Which, so you know, would go over did great. Did you, where did you grow up in Michigan? Uh, Rochester. It's like probably, I don't know, 30, 35 minutes, um, like northwest of Detroit. Right. So it's like a suburb of Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. So when you would cross over, like, would you go like to Windsor and shit like that? Or? No, we rarely ever cross. I've probably crossed Windsor. Man, I'm. I want to say maybe less than ten times in my life. Okay. It's always Port Huron and Sarnia. Gotcha. Um, I've been to Windsor twice, like in Windsor, and it was like after we turned uh, nineteen to go party. Right. Yeah. I was gonna say because like because you're Canadian citizen. Yeah. One and two, you could just even if you're American and you cross yeah. over, you can yeah, still party you can just when you're go in, party. Yeah. Yep. Did you you guys did that a lot? We no, we only did that twice to be honest. We would mostly party like in town when we were there, but um the Windsor time and the very first time I went to Windsor, um we got we were pretty drunk and like I had bought a pitcher of beer and it was like one of the small pitchers. It's probably just like a couple pints. And like I went to put it on the bar because I finished it. And I went to put it on the bar because I wanted another one. And it fell on the ground. And when it fell on the ground, I went to like, I just, I don't know why. Like, I wasn't angry or anything. I was having a great time. And I looked down at the ground and it was just laying there. And I got pissed because I'm like, fuck. So I like went to like stomp on it. And I didn't even break it. Like, it just shot across like the, <laughs> like the, the floor. And like two seconds later, the security guard like taps me on the back. And he's like, hey, man, he's like. You got to go for that. And I'm like, what? And he's like, I saw you just try to fucking break that fucking picture. It's like, you got to go. I'm like, I'm like, for real, man. I'm like, I'm like, man, I, I go, I, I don't know why I did that. And he's like, no, nah. he's like, pay your tab. He's like, he's like, and I'm going to walk you out. And I'm like, so that's how my night ended early. I was just hanging out outside. And, um, but no, it was, uh, I, we, we really didn't do uh the and man to be honest like we've been out a few times in toronto uh but it's mostly when we were older like i went out with my friends a few times when we were when i was there when i was like 20 or so um but outside of that you know mostly when i go it's just like family and stuff now i mean i know when i know when you go to canada that i'm gonna get excited because that means you're gonna put up a snapchat Food. of a giant grill of yes. delicious meats yes and i'm always so jealous i'm just like yes god damn it that hey, looks amazing we could, we could fucking grill tomorrow man Ooh. i got my grill out back Ooh. we could, yeah Ooh. we could definitely grill. i just got sexually aroused <laughs> this is i'm i'm not gonna lie i think this is the horniest i've ever been on this podcast just <laughs> thinking about delicious meats <laughs> It's a, it's a problem I might want to yeah, look into. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think we could do that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, so, 
obviously you you spent a lot of time uh, running over to Canada and stuff like that. So I know you were excited when the uh, the Raptors uh, won the uh, the NBA championship. How did uh, like I'm I'm assuming you still got friends and stuff that are are, are pretty big into the Toronto hoop scene. Uh, what what were they feeling like when they could finally get a championship? To be honest, man, um, like I've got most of my friends are like huge soccer fans. Um, I've got a couple that I know went down to the parade and everything got, but it, I don't know, like, like the, the, the small group of people that I have, I mean, they were, you know, genuinely excited as everybody else would be. Um, and super proud. It's just, I don't think it was the fandom that, that, you know, like probably most, because I mean they're mostly just like Spanish guys, right. <laughs> but at the same time, man, it was it was it was crazy to like see like everything and how like the people reacted, and because honestly, like I'm not I'm a fan like like we were talking about earlier, like I'm a fan of of great players like you said like they are elite at what they do. And they're like at a whole different level, um, and so I've like I loved you know my first memories of basketball were Vince Carter because that's when we were yeah. that's when we were in Toronto and you know they weren't a lot but I you know I remember like the old like I love the old Raptors jerseys. those old purple jerseys yeah. with Barney on them yeah and shit. with fucking yeah. Barney man yeah. Yeah, so, like, I remember that, and when fucking T-Mac played with him, like, you know, and then years later, I found out they were cousins. I didn't even know they were cousins. Yeah. So, so like, that was, like, my very first memories. My very first basketball game was when I was in Detroit, and my brother took me to a Toronto Raptors, and they were playing Detroit, and I don't know if it was, like, a playoff game. It was, like, one of the first one of like the like the like a first round playoff game or something but we went to that but no like seeing like and i'm i'm not even very familiar i'm not gonna lie i'm not very familiar with like the downtown and everything but like seeing the crowd and the reaction and everything like the jurassic just, park yeah it's it, it, it's sick. crazy you gotta think though so if that's what they did for basketball, how insane Hockey would it be it if they could win one? a fucking Stanley Cup? Oh my god. It would be insane. Oh my god. <laughs> Toronto might burn to the ground. That's what I was going to say. Like they they would probably, you know, in like inadvertently in a good way, literally burn that fucking place down because people would lose their fucking minds. Because, you know, you don't have like a select few at that point. Like yeah. it's basically you know, like the, the, it's a small percentage of the people who, you know, aren't going to be there. Yeah. Are going to be celebrating. Yeah. I could, I couldn't imagine, man. I, I, I really couldn't imagine. Which, you know, we, we've come close to like, like Argentina, man. Like there's, there's a huge, I'm talking, like, I say huge. It's like, you know, we get like hundreds of people together, okay? Right. Like in Toronto, like for 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 the World Cup, when Argentina like plays and wins, like we go downtown, we celebrate. Like we've they've shut down blocks before, 
where where people have gone out and celebrate we got drums we got everything um and <clears throat> man we got so close in so many fucking tournaments in what a span of fucking five years you know we we got smoked in the semis by fucking germany and then <clears throat> we lose to chile in the copa america finals and then we lose the finals to germany and then we lose another copa america um but like like i said there was like we would get hundreds of people down in downtown toronto because at that point i was living in michigan and we would get hundreds of people in downtown Toronto and we would shut down blocks. We would celebrate for like hours. And I can't imagine like, like I said, hundreds. I can't imagine like thousands and like tens of thousands of people being like a part of that. And you're like, what? You know? Well, because the Maple Leafs haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1967. 67? Yeah. That's, and it's interesting because people think so like – the Maple Leafs are such a recognizable team yeah. but for them to have gone so long without winning. And, I mean, they won a bunch before. Prior yeah, but, but at the same time, then, like, I mean, you know, I mean, who's – there's not a – there's people – I mean, what, in the 60s? So, like, if people were alive for that, they're, like, in their 60s right now, 70s, if they were, you know, of age to remember that. Yes. So there's, you know, yeah. I don't know. It, I, I, I feel like collectively the city would like explode. <laughs> so a few different times they've talked about doing additional NHL expansion in Canada, including putting a second team in Toronto. What do you think? How do you think people would react to that? Like, would there be people that would give up their support of the Maple Leafs to cheer for another team? I don't think so. Would, I don't. I, I just feel I don't like that's it a terrible. Like it feels like just a money grab. And that's that's exactly what it would be. I feel because there's there's no other reason for it. And 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 even so, like like you're diluting. You know, I mean, you're you're if if your team is not successful, right? You know, and, and you've got two three million people there, and you want to split it up. I understand. I don't think you just no. I don't think people would ever would have, obviously you're going to have your people that that will but I don't think there will be very many people that would be happier you know for that. I Have you uh, have you had a chance to go back to Argentina at all? Uh last time I was there was probably 8 years ago. So we've only been back probably 3 or 4 3 times since we went um and we've got like basically every time we go it's like all our family um yeah. because we've well we do we have all our family there so you know i haven't been able to uh to go and really like get to know the country unfortunately like celeste my sister uh she studied abroad there and so she and she would travel all the time she would travel just to go and and basically I mean, explore the whole fucking country. Uh, and my parents and her are going back in a few months. But no, no, I haven't been back in a while. Which, really, now would be the ideal time, unfortunately. The dollar is very high at this point. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. 
Because, like, Argentina is, like, it's a pretty big country, right? Like, yeah, in terms of, like, like... third or fourth in landmass next to, like, Russia, the U.S., Australia, Brazil. I think it's, like, maybe fifth Because it, sixth. like, basically stretches down to the end of South America, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's basically most of, like, the bottom half of South America. And you got Chile, like, on the on the western coast. <clears throat> kind of just like separated by the Andes. And That's crazy. Fuck Chileans, but it just seems like how be South America seems like a, like a just a fun place to explore. I spent like I lived in Ecuador for like six months, but I didn't really like do a lot of. I exploring. didn't know that. Yeah, I lived in Ecuador for like six months. So my sister in law is from well, she's half Ecuadorian. Oh yeah, where what where, up, Liz? where did she live? Um, she didn't live. Oh, her, she never did, lived there? No, just her, where's uh, her it, mom's where, half Ecuadorian. Where, where did her mom come from? Um, <laughs> so I want to say, I think I'm going to shout out, I don't know if it's a town or a city. It's called Ambato because she was, <laughs> oh man, I got to tag her and I got to make her listen to this. Um, Reina de Ambato, which is queen of Ambato. So she, she like in Toronto when she was like 14 or 15 years old. Um, she was like, they had this, they crowned her like the, the queen of this city. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and <clears throat> they had like a whole party for her and shit. And we always kind of joke because <laughs> she never lived there. <laughs> I can confirm that that is a city in Ecuador. I'm looking at it right now. Cause I was looking at, uh, where it was in relation to, uh, where I lived when I lived there. <laughs> so let me, let's look here. Uh, what were you, what were you doing in Ecuador? I went there. Uh, okay. So this was, dude, I may have actually gone through there. Dude, I a hundred percent went through that city because that's on the way from, because uh, you go through Banos to... The bathrooms? Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, I probably went around the outskirts of it. Yeah, that's the big-ass town that you go through that's between Shell and Quito. I've 100% been there. <laughs> well, um, uh, you can you you might have the possibility to meet the queen of Ambato one day. <laughs> so, uh, what I did there... So it's interesting because when you were talking earlier before we were on about the trend of people here in Bartlesville taking off and going to Mexico and getting getting gastric bypass. So at one point I had gone through the whole like process of getting a a bypass surgery here in America Mm -hmm. when I lived in Minnesota and I was like weeks away from the surgery. Yeah. And... My my dad and my stepmom were they're very into like holistic medicine and and alternative therapies and stuff like that, and they had um, met a um, a medicine man that was from Ecuador and like from that like the the jungles of the Amazon and shit like that, and he'd come over to America and like he would speak to people and stuff like that. And basically, they paid this dude to, like, let me live at his house in South America. 
And like I went there and like basically I just went there to lose weight. Like this yeah. like, it was basically like fat camp. Yeah. But I just lived at this dude's house and like <clears throat> all I really did was like exercise a bunch. Yeah. And eat the food that they gave me and like watch his kids like i would like i would i would go pick his kids up from school and shit like that i would go and like hang out at the restaurant that he because what was interesting is so he was going back and forth to uh america uh-huh. and he got busted for having a u.s bank account and not having the proper paperwork for it and he went um and he had he was he came across or he tried to come through like on the wrong kind of visa or something like yeah. that or had been in too many times on the wrong visa and he got his ass kicked out for five years so he had been using like he'd been coming to america and, and making money off speaking and stuff like that <laughs> and selling his music and selling his books and shit like that and uh and so he got deported back to they put him back on a plane and uh and so then he had to figure out a different way to make money. Make so money. like he opened a restaurant and shit like that. And so it was uh it was an interesting time. Yeah, I lived there for six months. But he spoke English clearly. Did yeah. his family? Did his whole family? Yeah, his kids spoke English and stuff like that. Yeah. So I hung out with like uh And you didn't his, know any Spanish? Dude, I mean I can know some words, but like I can't like have a like conversational okay, yeah. Spanish. Yeah. Like I understand a few things. Yeah. Like, I gotta know when people are calling me fat. Like that's I mean <laughs> This fucking little kid called me fat in the elevator on my way over here. Are you serious? This little, this little, uh, this, uh, I see, I, it's like, he's a little tiny kid. He's probably like five years old. So I'm like, you know. Yeah. It's not wrong. Like, yeah. You know? No. <laughs> in he, Spanish, he, is he Yeah, he Mexican? called me a little uh, gordo. I heard little gordo. And his, his mom's like, shh. Like, everyone like, well, knows, everyone knows, everyone knows what that word means, you little shit. <laughs> Hey, kids Be are like migra, good. migra. <laughs> Do you know who I am? <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, so I just chilled. Like I was, I like lived like on the edge of the jungle. Like I was so way the fuck like, out there. Like, were you, like, did you like explore the jungle? Like, did you go in? Did you guys? Mm, no. I mean, kind of like a Didn't little really bit. Really interest you or nothing? No, because like. <clears throat> As with many things in my life, just uh, not eating food to lose weight was not re- didn't really fix my problems. Yeah. Sending me away, eh, mm. you know, whatever. Yeah, but it was still a cool experience. Like I'm, I'm glad that I got to go there. But in some, like, it was weird because I was kind of all excited about it because it meant like I wasn't gonna have a like I didn't have a job and shit anymore. Yeah. And like, because like my dad, like shout out to my dad, like he hooked it up, like he paid. My dad paid for all of it. Mm-hmm. And. uh they uh but i got there like i was excited to go and then i got there and i realized that holy fuck i'm on like the other side like the other half of the world the world yeah and i don't know anyone i don't know anything six and months I'm man stuck here. it's not like just like a few weeks yeah. or like a couple months it's plus, like, like half a year plus <laughs> like i was gonna be gone over christmas and like oh, all that shit. so it was it was tough man did they ever, did any, did like your family come visit? No. No? No. Did you, did you go back at all in no. the six months? It, that was nope. just six months. Yeah. But I like, it was uh. Just like, there probably wasn't like Skype and shit back then, was it? No, no. That's Cause this was, was uh, <laughs> this was 2000, it was the end of 2004. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there, no, 
Because like I was there. And... I was there um, when George Bush uh, won his second uh, okay. his second term in office. Because mm. I was there for Alex. Like I really wanted him to fucking lose. And like I got back and I was like refresh. Like I was on their like shitty dial up internet. Oh, that was another thing. Like I was on their internet and I didn't realize that like I didn't realize it wasn't like American internet where they just paid like a monthly fee. Yeah. Like it charged you for how many minutes you were on the phone line. <laughs> so like I had to pay them like $150 one month because I was on their internet for so long. And I didn't know. I mean it wasn't even that long. It was like it was like $2 a minute yeah. or some shit like that. So, yeah. Man, it's, the it's, things you learned and the things you take the things you took for granted were just living in the u.s you know and it, it like even even so man it's crazy because you're you're how old are you 34 fuck no Wait. dude i'm gonna be 40 no shit i'm august i'm gonna be 40 oh no did shit. you get my 40th uh birthday party oh, invitation right. yeah yes pablo hit a pothole <laughs> um yeah so like i mean we've we've lived through like like the i mean we didn't i didn't have cell phones when we were super young there were there weren't really cell phones that weren't giant you saw on tv and then you just like it's it's really wild to to see the progression like where we've come but at the same time you would think that we'd be so much further right now because like with the dial-up like you know i mean everything is at your fucking fingertips right now absolutely everything which is, I mean, it, it, it's helpful, but it's also fucking, you know, I mean, it's making the, you, you know, the millennials and shit. What the fuck? Because technically I'm a millennial, but I don't feel like I'm that fucking dumb. <laughs> I think, I think the problem, I think it's making everyone dumber. No, yes. Because, no. Be, because you have access to all the information, so you don't retain anything. Mm-hmm. You have the power to look up anything. Like I, like in the past, I would have need needed to know how long it had been since the Maple Leafs had won the Stanley Cup by either having read it and retained it, or having going to find an encyclopedia yeah. or some yeah. shit like that. Whereas in the middle of our conversation, I just typed in Maple Leaf Stanley Cup, and it brought it up said, all the list of that. every time that they've won. Yep. You know, or yeah. to look up uh, where that city was in. Dude, I looked, to, yeah. while we were talking, I used Google Maps to look up that city on a map <laughs> and could see what the current fucking traffic is in that city, <laughs> how far it is away in comparison to the yeah. other places that I live. Yeah. That, you know, but no, I won't fucking is. remember it. I don't even I, until you said it again. Like you said, I didn't yeah, remember like the name of the city. city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't. Uh, no, yeah, or, yeah, uh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, that's, and, and, and that is, that's, it's, plus, I'm so sick of people fucking blaming millennials for things, none of this shit is millennials' fault, no, that's not fair, some of it is their fault, but, it's just like, the whole thing, you know, when they would do the thing about, oh, we just give out fucking participation trophies, did the little kids create the trophies for themselves? Yeah. No, it was the pussy ass parents. Exactly. No, no, I completely, I completely agree. Fucking that. boomers. <laughs> the boomers, the boomers ruined the next generation, and so that generation raised a bunch of pussy ass kids, which is my generation. In turn, my generation is raising a bunch of pussy ass millennials, and millennials are pushing back on a lot of things. 
But you see stupid stories about like millennials are causing the collapse of different sort of things. No. Yeah, it's because they realize that spending their money on shit like that is a waste of their time. Like, I think there was something about like um, millennials are the cause of places like Chili's going out of business or losing money and stuff like that. Yeah, because that food is garbage. Yeah. And they don't want to spend their money to eat there. Congratulations if you're 45 years old in your khaki pants and your collared shirt going to fucking Chili's on Friday night. It's your big fucking date night. Fuck you. Yeah. No, there no, there's a lot better fucking places to eat shitty food and there's a lot better place to eat good exactly. food. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Has there been is there any good food left to eat here in Bartlesville? I mean, I, the, the, I hate to, I hate to be that dude, man. But I'm, I mean, I'm gonna plug the copper bar, like, you know. So I've never been up there because I was afraid that I couldn't fit in the elevator. No, you will. We should. Do you have uh, a service elevator? We is should there, go. Is there a service tomorrow. elevator where they bring up the, uh, the, like, the kegs and stuff? Can I go in the service elevator? We'll go for lunch tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll go for lunch tomorrow. No, um, no. Isn't the elevator super tiny though? Yeah, it's like a triangle. Yeah, yeah no, everything. No, like, Everything is like really fucking weird there, but it's cool. Like it's it, like there's, there's weird angles everywhere. It's it, it's real neat though. But uh, no, the food is on point. Uh, so every year they like they have like a competition, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and Chef Nook's been there like a little over a year, and it's like all it's mostly all New Orleans style food. Well, actually, it is. It's a New Orleans menu. Um, but Ooh, they you got some beignets. Yeah. Oh, they got beignets. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, yeah. They got boudin balls. No. Yeah, yeah. It's um. They got. <clears throat> I don't eat seafood, but I sell a lot of gumbo. But um, but that's that is a. I feel like that's a quality place to eat in town. And I mean the the presentation is, I mean it's second and done here in town. Um, outside of that though, I mean you got your regular i mean you just have that i mean frank and lola's it's good food but outside of that man you yeah gotta, exactly you ain't got a whole lot of fucking good shit you gotta go to tulsa if you want good food or you can um stay here and cook like i do because that's all i do so and speaking of tulsa i saw and i didn't get a chance to read it but i saw an interesting article that said that tulsa is primed to become the next austin Because there are rappers dropping names, and there's a lot of money coming back to Tulsa. Huh. So that, like, because, like, every time I come back to Tulsa, there's some new big-ass building being built and shit like that. They're building something next to Cane's. I don't even know what the hell they're building over there. Oh, really? Yeah, like, I drove past it today on my way up here, and I was like, what the hell are they building there? And I didn't get a chance to go down and look. Um, but they're always building new shit. I know they have a big art scene. I don't know where. I I honestly like don't. I guess I'm. I I don't frequent there often. But I don't know. You know, I feel like, for example, like I think of Detroit because Dan Gilbert is pumping like a lot of money into right. There. But like I I I don't really know. I guess it's just kind of like a if you will, like a grassroots thing that that's happening in Tulsa, because yeah. I, w- I, I haven't heard, or I don't know of anybody that would be, you know, able to, to do this and, and is doing so, 
But it almost seems like maybe I should have read the article. No. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I think that would have been helpful for both but of us at, at this sa- point. But at the same time, but at the same time, no, it's... I mean, there's there's not a whole lot that, that you... Mind you, after 2 a.m., you have nothing, basically, I would right. assume. But besides that, I don't think there's anything that people you can go to really... Hertz, you can go to Hertz Donut. <laughs> after 2? Yeah. Really? I, I, I know, know I know this for a fact because uh, when I was up here uh, last spring, uh, after the club closed, um, we all sat outside drunk while I made people go get us donuts. <laughs> I did not know it that. Took, it took Keith and Dana like 45 minutes to come back with donuts. <laughs> and then like 17 of us piled in Nate's car and Nate had to drive us back down to wherever the fucking hotel was that I had gotten <laughs> that was super far away. Speaking of Nate, shout out Nate. What up, at, Nate? Man? Where you at tonight? We uh, <laughs> have you ever been to the Unicorn Club in downtown Tulsa? I have not. That place is an interesting place. Yeah. I got offered drugs on a spoon. Oh, someone said, um, and I was drunk enough to agree to take drugs. I did not take drugs. I agreed to it until he turned around and it was on a spoon. I was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> He's like, it's just Robitussin, bro. <laughs> it was like, it might have been like liquid THC or something. I don't I'm sure I would have died. Hey, shout out drugs. I watched the dude cook crack on Snapchat. Just saying. Jesus. But- <laughs> Can you even? Bartlesville. Bartlesville is a bastion of hope and positivity is all hey, I can say. who the fuck in Bartlesville is smoking crack? <laughs> Like, come on. I I mean, I've met a few people that I thought maybe had been on crack in this town, so it doesn't really surprise me that much. Hey, so is there a huge drug problem down in um uh down in Houston as like is is there as big a city as it is, is there like something that, you know, is like a like an issue down there? Like meth is here basically? I you know, I don't hear a lot of talk about drugs yeah. in Houston Just in terms like of being a problem. There's some murders. Homelessness is a big problem. The, yeah. the poverty, the disparity in the income and, yeah. is, is a big issue. Oh, I can um, imagine. Like being like, in a huge like, like oil town. Because to live in Houston proper is really expensive. Like, yeah. You know, and it, like there's either you either have to be able to make a lot of money to just have a little or you live in a, like a real shithole. Yes, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And like I have you know a couple friends that you know work at certain establishments that they do okay mm-hmm. with making money but they yeah. don't live in the best neighborhoods and yeah. it's hard to get into something better because of where they work and yeah you know mhm but but that's the thing like because i mean you know Tulsa Bartlesville is like <laughs> meth central man well I didn't know. I really didn't know the big issue about meth in Tulsa until I moved here like seven or eight years ago. Um, and I heard it a couple of times. People mentioned it. And I kind of looked into it. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, it's a small ass town, for, yeah. you know, for, for it being like this big ass of an issue. <clears throat> well, that's like the opioid thing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like people, people start to rely on these things. And I think there's a lot of people that take drugs to cover up for other problems that they yeah. have, like our mental health 
coverage and the mm-hmm. way we treat mental health in this country is is tough and people aren't taught to talk about their feelings and stuff like that and so they yeah. jam it up and cover it up with booze and drugs and which, all that sort of stuff which i don't do i'm perfectly healthy and mentally stable which which man you know that's one of the few things that i will i will attribute like like a good thing to to social media yeah is the fact that like people i mean some people abuse it i'm not gonna be honest or I'm, i'll be honest some people abuse it like very much but but you can tell like the people that are like genuine and it like helps people either talk about or like reveal things about themselves that they wouldn't be able to like in yeah. like face to face and then it like opens a conversation for them or like has like somebody you know like like hit them up and be like hey you know like what's going on or this and that i think it's that's helped in a sense but unfortunately like that's overshadowed by like people just like taking it as like a platform and shit like that yeah um but but yeah the the stigma with mental health i think is is like rapidly decreasing fortunately because you know as you get older like especially me I didn't really think about this shit until I was like five, six years ago. And I started, you know, noticing things in people and, and especially when I worked at the bar, man, because like, you know, you would see drastic changes in people and, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And because, you know, for, I mean, for whatever reason, fortunately, like I've never, I've never really experienced shit like that where I can't control I mean, minus being like, you know, super drunk and this and that, like where you can't con- like I I haven't like felt where I can't control like how I feel or this and that. And so to talk to people about how they're not able to, you're like, oh, man, like like and as an adult, I feel like you're able to grasp that and you're able to like like kind of because I mean, most things that I don't understand, I like the research. So I like, you know, I can educate myself on things. And especially it works out well in arguments where people like, you know, think that you're just some fucking idiot because you're a bartender and you're like, hey, <laughs> you know, I've probably seen you, a lot more shit than you have. You're like, do you know how much and, free time I have when I'm not at the yeah, bar? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like I, I really do. I like to whatever I don't know. And I've talked about or this or I've, I've had conversations about I like to learn about. And uh, and so you do get to realize you're like, holy shit, like. Like it's, it's a huge fucking problem. (laughs) Um, but that is, that is, I, I feel like an aspect that is, that is very good because people have that outlet to, but outside of that, man, like social media is, it's bad. There's, there's a lot of good and a lot of bad about social media. There's a lot of toxicity, especially on Twitter. Um, it's just, it's so easy for people to just hide behind Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if you're gonna be on social media, like the the the, an, the anonymity should go away. Yeah. Like if you're gonna say some shitty shit, you better have your real name on there and yeah. your real picture. Yeah. You know. And then and then if you want to be shitty, then you've decided to be shitty and you're out there. But if you're, you know, Bingle Bangle twenty seven sixty nine with a <laughs> Go Fuck Yourself and uh, Nazis are the best and I love satan and shit like that you know whatever yo so funny you say that because uh just today and i don't 
I've been doing this a little more often, like in the last few weeks, just because some people like the shit that they say really fucking like gets under my skin. Like I don't, I usually just like laugh at stuff. And, uh, and this dude, he, he, he posted today. He said, um, he basically said that the whole Kobe dying thing was a conspiracy. Like it was an assassination that they're just trying to kill black athletes that are super powerful and yeah, and this this pilot had driven him for like or flown flown him like two or three years and he totally did this on purpose and blah 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 and the only reason the other people died was because um because like ask any soldier or goon, quote unquote. That's what he said. Um <clears throat> uh you always have to have other casualties just to not draw attention to one, this and that. And I said, simply, I said, um, I said, hey, man, I need some of whatever the fuck you're smoking, bro. And I just put, like, some laughing faces. And then he called me a bitch-ass motherfucker and this and that. <laughs> He's like this. And I'm like, listen, man, I'm like, you're just uneducated. I'm like, you're an idiot. I go, and, and honestly, I was like, and he's like, don't be dick riding my post and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, man, I go, you posted this on a public page. I go, clearly, like, you wanted to get, like, a conversation or something out of something, somebody. I go, and, like, you got people being like, oh, yeah, you right. You right. It might be something more deep. And I'm like, no, you dumb motherfuckers. It was foggy. Like, yeah. you know, like, they told them not, like, you know, they had to get special permission to fly. I go, you know, like, like, most like the 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 helicopters around the area were grounded because of the visibility i go it was a fucking accident and uh and i'm like you're i go you're uneducated i'm like you have no fucking facts i'm like this and then he he did not reply to me on there he deleted my message and then he started messaging me on facebook bro Jesus. and hold on let's see and then he uh, he ended up blocking me, man. Was this a dude you were like friends with? Like, I mean, he used to like, like party. He, he was used like to, an like, acquaintance. Yeah, he used to like party at the school and shit. <laughs> and then he went off, and then and then he fucking blocked my ass because he deleted my shit. And then I messaged him again. I'm like, or I I commented again. I'm like, listen, man. I'm like, I'm like, why are you deleting my post? I'm like, I'm just trying to tell you how I feel. Blah blah blah. And then he went off again, and he fucking deleted my. Sh he blocked me, and he. And then he wants to fight you. Yeah, I'm like, bro, because fuck, fuck, fuck this internet shit. Where you at? <laughs> you ain't trying to do shit because you pussy. Whatever, fuck. Bunch of no, keyboard bro. tough guys. No, that's all that shit crack. But you know, that's it. It's it I, like you said. I feel like it's mostly bad than it is good. It's I don't know. It's just raised like a whole lot of people who like even don't even know how to like socialize. There's hell, man. I bet you you can't find you know twenty five, twenty year olds that can sit here and fucking have a conversation for you this long to record something like this, man. man. Like it's 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 crazy. And even if they do like. It's just the shit that they talk about even nowadays. <laughs> like, it makes me feel super fucking old. But I'm like, what? Don't you want to talk about some mumble rap and, uh, oh. bas and Bachelorette? <laughs> no, the, 
the whole rap, like, I don't know, the whole, everything. Get that microphone up. <laughs> Learn, get, get your, you gotta, you gotta get up there. No, the whole, everything going on with the whole rap scene is just wild, man. Okay, so I, I, I got you to play a old school Outcast yeah. record because you were like, yeah, I'm not really into Outcast, but ATL I got you that 1997 shit. What did you think about that? Um, I dig the beats. I really, I like, you know, how I was playing that, that trade the truth song. And you were like, yo, if you like this, you, you'll like this AT aliens. And no, it's dope, man. Because man, just everything has changed. Now it's like, people are like yelling at you, man. Like they got, you know, I'll give you these beats and stuff, but like these rappers are just like, and you, like you can't really appreciate a whole lot like you have you know you've got your you've got your well i mean i'm a i'm a ride i'm a ride with fucking drake till i die bro <laughs> toronto lie. toronto yeah. canada baby um, but like you know you got drake you got kendrick you got j cole um Man, the game just came out with a couple months ago. It came out with a pretty badass album, Future. You know, you got these guys that that are still, you know, lyricists. I mean, Tyler Creator. And then if you go kind of back, like when like Dave Chappelle, like we still had the Chappelle show. He had most death and Talib Kweli. I mean, Jay-Z is clearly an all-time great. Um Eminem, but like you don't have, you know, all these, all these lyricists. I mean, you and mind you, you probably do like in 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 like the inner cities and shit that people that don't make it out that are fucking great that really right. are. But all this mainstream shit is fucking garbage, man. They're not so, like they're not you. They're not someone that's on Instagram that's an influencer and is ex- like exactly. And and like this this stuff, man. I I feel like it's just garbage. Like my nephew, man. I love the motherfucker, but yo, and and he was raised on like Lil Wayne because I kid you not, I got videos of him when he was like three, four years old, and he was rapping Lil Wayne, man, and. uh and because that's all I would listen to, like Lil Wayne was like a fucking god to me, and uh, and now he listens to all this, like like this this little peep or like he used to listen to like fucking six nine and shit like that. And I'm like, this stuff is this like there's nothing good about this. I don't know. It's just. All I know is this conversation makes me feel so old because I barely know who you're even talking about. <laughs> well, you know Takashi because that motherfucker's a no, snitch. I know the name. I know the names, but I, you couldn't name hardly any one of their songs. Like uh, neither could I. Much, no, like, no, don't like worry. Like pretty neither much anything I. after Kendrick Lamar, I'm like I don't really know what you're yeah, talking neither about. Neither could I. Trust me, these guys. Neither could I. I couldn't tell you probably a single song that they've written, but but. If I heard it, I'm like, oh, I know who that is. Yeah. That's that motherfucker. So we're going to wrap things up here, but I want to maybe talk about something a little more positive. We, uh, we finished, we've finished listening to some, some tunes up here on the, on the TV. Yes. And ever since then, your, uh, your, your, your Google thing here has, a uh, your Amazon has been putting up, uh, some beautiful pictures of beautiful scenery. So it made me think, 
as you talked about, you know, we want to get back to Argentina and, and do some exploring shit like that. What's some other places on this planet that you would like to visit? Uh, Australia, for sure. Um, Once it's not on fire. Y- yeah. That's so sad, man. Yeah. No, that... 2020. 2020's been rough. No. Australia's on fire. Fucking earthquakes everywhere. Kobe died. Yeah. Got, we still got Trump. Like, it's just... <laughs> we still got Trump. It's the worst. <laughs> um... No, I really, I, I really do. Um, I've heard Australia is fucking beautiful. I saw <clears throat> years back, five, six, seven years, six years ago, I met this girl uh, when we were in Cuba, and uh, she was from Montreal, and you know we kind of hung out that week, whatever, and then when we got back, we kind of kept in contact, and I was, uh, yeah, I was, I was just living here in Oklahoma well she saved up like eight or ten grand and she's like I'm just gonna go and like they told me that you know the the government ideally says that if you go with ten thousand dollars you'll be fine for a year you know you can find rent and whatever and you can just find a job so she's like I'm gonna go for a year um and just see to how Australia it is. with Australia. ten grand ten grand I don't think that could be possibly true she was there for like uh four and a half years I think she came back like a year ago, and well, but she got like a job or something, right? No, that's well, that's what she did. She got a she was she was just bartending. Oh, she, so she like she, she took went, the ten grand to get it started. Yes, yes. I, I thought it meant like you could live off that for a year. No, 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 no. She lived she lived off of that for like uh like two months, and then it was but enough she was to get working, started. She was working like within a few weeks to get gotcha, there. Gotcha. She got a job at a bar, and then she just kind of started hopping around. And then she was in the East Coast, and then she went fucking all the way to the West Coast, and she was there for like almost five years, and uh, maybe five, yeah, five, five, yeah, five years. She, I think she came back, she went back like uh, to Canada like last year, but like all the pictures and the videos and everything that I would see from her were fucking amazing. That is definitely somewhere I would want to see. Um, I mean. Really, I want to visit Italy just because I love food. Yeah. And we have a lot of, I feel like as Argentinians, like outside of beef, like we have a lot of influence from Argentinian or Italian cuisine. Um, So I really just want to, last time I went to Argentina, man, I came back. Literally, I had gained like 22 pounds in two and a half weeks. Wow. All we did was fucking eat. I couldn't, I like, I couldn't fit in the clothes that I had gone with, man. Right. It was, it was fucking nuts. Um, but that's what I do. Like, I everywhere I go, like when I go back to Michigan, I just, I just have to eat. That's why. Like, I, I, I want to go like France. I want to go to France. You know, I love bread. Yeah. And I mean, it's like I feel like France is the capital of bread. <laughs> Um, Dude, I, there's nothing I love more than a good croissant. Oh my so goodness! Good. Butter croissants are just. Mm-hmm. There's a spot in Houston. It's a bakery called Common Bond Bakery. Spectacular. Mm. And it's got like it's got the right. It's crispy on the outside, but soft on the inside. Yeah. So good. And that's you know Fuck. that's kind of the thing that I'm that I probably one of the only things that i dislike about living in a smaller town like this is you know you don't have a whole lot of variety of things and uh you you know you it's very limited on the cuisine that you have like mind you you know i can drive to tulsa 45 minutes an hour 
but like i love mediterranean food arab food and i mean there's like two or three places in bartles or in in tulsa like there's not even that many places you know uh that is that's that's what bothers me there's not even like a really good bakery here like you talk about you know because i feel like every town's got to have these places Every town used to have those kind of places, and then <laughs> shithead places like Walmart came in and ruined everything. True. Fuck them. Because, man, I could go to I Walmart. I thought we were, we were going to end on a positive note, and we I'm just, I feel like I've taken it back it's to a okay negative. It's okay, because, um, I mean, we can we can eat positive. We can eat food. Yeah, <laughs> After food. this. Beautiful. We can eat food after this. It would be a great note. <laughs> well, man, uh, I, uh, I very much appreciate you taking some time, and... Uh, We'll do we'll do another one. It probably won't be face to face, but you know you can always just call in and I think we can next do it time I think I think the next time we do it will be in Houston, and let's say we'll do it in the next few months. Beautiful, it'd be hey, nice. If you want to go, if there's if you want to hit some interesting cuisines, Houston is a place to be. That's what we I should. I mean, do. you know what? You know what? See, I should not, I should, should give you I should give you a time where I got like three or four days, and and you w- can plan like I don't do seafood. But outside of that, I eat well, anything. Here's a better idea. You talk to my wife, and you plan it with her because she like I'm not an adventurous eater. She is. She'll go like we were watching this thing about um, Nigerian food in Houston the wow. other day, and Nigerian. Yeah, they, there's a big like uh, African like African food culture. Uh huh. Not like. Not like what people think, like not African American, like Southern cooking. Yeah, but like no, like, like actual straight, African, like, like yeah. And some of it looks pretty interesting. I'm just, you know, I'm no. But I mean, you know, you don't even like like. Here's the I, 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 what I would say about that. I haven't tried any of that, so I don't know that I wouldn't like it. But I'm not a super. But you're not explorative. Seat. Like you're not correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. really only started to like sushi like two years ago. I hate seafood, so I don't like fish. I love sushi. <laughs> I'm in on the sushi but game. Anything out of that? Yeah, I guess I'm just gonna have to hit up Nikki and be like, "Hey, I'm coming down for three days, and I guess we're gonna spend every meal together because <laughs> we're just gonna tour fucking Houston." Hey, I'm sure she would be down. If you want to go hit some barbecue, I'm I'm in for that. We'll just be back to drink with Dustin. <laughs> I'm sure we'll figure it out. But yeah, we'll uh we'll make. You know, I'm not saying I wouldn't go to any of them. I'm just like you know, I have my limits. I don't really leave the house too much in Houston. I don't like people that much. <laughs> Man, I'm getting there too. <laughs> I just keep keep getting older, and it seems to be more and more of an issue. On that positive note, we're going to wrap up this week's episode of Just Another White Guys podcast. Thank you, Pablo. Thank I appreciate you taking some time. If Hell you want yeah. to uh, check out Pablo on uh, social media, I don't even know if he wants to give that out, but Go you know, it. if any of you beautiful ladies, want, I mean, hot chicks can definitely hit him up. Everyone else can fuck off. <laughs> but uh, if you want to send questions for future episodes of the podcast, Send them to jogpod at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Dustin P. Jones. Follow the show at jogpod. And be sure to like, share, subscribe. Do all the fun things to help continue to grow this little community that we got going on. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with me. Listen, this week, always protect the five hole. Hey, Ty, who's your favorite person? Only Dustin. Fucking right. 
too much. Oh, that hurt. Oh, too much. Too much. Oh, it's too big. It was too much. <laughs>